Welcome to Your Pharmacy Career Podcast, proudly brought to you by Ravens Recruitment, Australia's leading specialist pharmacy recruitment agency. The podcast series has been created to shine a light on the diverse and inspiring careers of Australia's pharmacists. Each episode will focus on the varied career opportunities within the pharmacy industry by exploring the career paths taken by leaders in the fields of community pharmacy, hospital, industry, government and professional organisations. Careers never follow a defined path. Everyone's story is different and unique in their own way. The podcast series will help you discover the world of opportunities that exist and reveal pathways to achieve your dreams and aspirations. Whether you are a pharmacy student, early career pharmacist, or simply looking for a change at any stage of your career, the podcast series is designed to help you navigate ways into a career and a life that you love. Your host of the podcast series is Ali Sue. Ali, herself a pharmacist, is now the founder of Global Pharmacy Entrepreneurs and a passionate advocate for pharmacists to grow, innovate, excel, and make a lasting impact in the world. It's now over to our host, Ali Sue. Welcome to another episode of Your Pharmacy Career Podcast, the podcast dedicated to providing a wealth of information for aspiring and early career pharmacists. I'm your host, Ali Su, here to help you to navigate the world of pharmacy one episode at a time. In the spirit of reconciliation, Raven's Your Pharmacy Career Podcast would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respect to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Today, we're delighted to bring you a very special conversation. We have with us the dynamic duo at the helm of National Pharmacy Student Association, or NAPSA. Our guests are none other than the President, Flynn Swift, and Treasurer, Georgia Bridges, who work tirelessly to support guide and advocate for pharmacy students nationwide. They've been involved in numerous initiations supporting the professional growth of thousands of students and they're here today to share their insights, experiences and advice with you all. We will be talking about their journeys in pharmacy school, what motivated them to take on these roles and how being part of NAPSA has influenced their pharmacy education and future careers. So, whether you're an aspiring pharmacist, an early career pharmacist, or someone interested in student leadership, this episode is packed with insights you don't want to miss. Without further ado, let's welcome Flynn and Georgia. So, Flynn, have you always seen yourself as a leader? So when I was in high school, I applied to be the school captain of sport. When I applied for that, I had to do my speech in front of my cohort, reading in front of everyone, reading off a script. I was shaking, I was trembling. So public speaking was definitely not something that I was accustomed to in high school. So definitely something that I picked up while at NAPSA when I just started to be a little bit more confident. When I went to uni, I applied to be in my student association, Cute Spa at QUT. I applied there, I ran for a role, got the role and then transitioned into NAPSA. I've been on the board for two years before I was president while being in that professional organisation and the support around me from like-minded students. It just made me into a more confident person Um, And then I just thought that it was my time to step up and become president and really try and advocate for all of our students and 
going back to high school, definitely would not have thought that I would have been in this position. Why are you so passionate about pharmacy? At what point did you decide you want to become a pharmacist? And what made you so passionate about helping other pharmacy students? I never envisioned going into pharmacy before I got accepted. I just applied because it was um, in the health field. Um, and then from there, when I joined my branch's student association, it was just me and my mates. Like we all kind of joined at the same time and we ran the student association and we were like, man, this is really fun. Like this is a fun thing to do. We get to cater to our friend group with the student association. In our friend group, we all had, you know, the student life. We all wanted to push for better student pharmacy at a branch level. They didn't really want to continue with it, whereas I kind of found a passion in it. So from there, I transitioned into NAPSA, um, went a little bit further. I also went into IPSF, which is the International Pharmaceutical Students Federation, wanted to see if I can even have an effect internationally. However, I like to see the impact that I have with the people around me. Like I see the direct benefit with pushing advocacy and stuff with the Australian students. For example, we're advocating for vaccinations at the moment. Students in Queensland, they can vaccinate under supervision. Victorian student can't vaccinate until they're a full pharmacist. So they can't vaccinate in their internship either. So now I have a question for Georgia. What motivated you to pursue a leadership role within NAPSA? I think for me, I didn't enter pharmacy straight out of high school. Like I had other things in the way and I entered as an older age student, I would say. Not too old, but older age than a lot of the others. During high school, similar to Flynn, I never ever put my hand up for anything. I sat in the back of the classroom. I asked my mum, I cried halfway through high school and all through primary school, so I never ever stood up for anything. Went in my first year of uni, my old degree, and I got pushed onto my student society because my friend was going on there and she didn't want to go alone. And I think that showed me in that network. And then when I did enter pharmacy eventually, I went into my first ever AGM for RMIT at RAPS and no one else was there. And I went in as education chair, came out as secretary on the that, and then similar to NAPSA, entered on a whim and then didn't think I'd honestly get on the first term, came out as an executive director. So it was never a plan of mine to be a leader, but I think it comes and I think the opportunities are provided and then seeing the benefits and also what you can do is everything on that. But it was never in my immediate plans. I never thought I'd end up where I was, honestly. So I think coming on to any student society or committee, the word treasure is always a scary one because it's always the one that has the financial implication behind it. And obviously in pharmacy, I didn't have a business background. So coming on as treasury, it's the one that you kind of have to learn on the go. It's not like uh, for example, other committee positions that are more centred around your actual profession, like pharmacy-centred. In NAPSA so much as well, it was more around learning to manage a large portfolio that I wasn't necessarily expecting to do. I came in very strong for education-based approach. Um, it was a learning curve, but it's one that I really enjoyed. And I think in terms of my future profession, it's also showed me the business side a lot more in that kind of realm of things. Both of you been in the leadership with NAPSA two or three years, what are some skill sets students need to develop to help them to create a successful pharmacy career? Students just need to be confident. I know it's a, a bit intimidating when you go into a room full of people who own multiple pharmacies, who have been in the profession for a lot longer than anyone has, especially students, because, you know, we we haven't been in the profession yet. We, we're still a student. We haven't had any responsibilities on our shoulders. So definitely confidence, willing to learn and accept. The paths for student pharmacists and, you know, early career pharmacists, they were built for a reason and, you know, we should use them as guidance.
What are your thoughts, Georgia? Students need to surround themselves with the right support in all of this. Um, I wouldn't be where I would be today that many of the mentors we found along the way and the people, you talk about the Guild and the PSA, they've shown us a lot of the ways and they help guide us. And I think students need to realise the value of what they provide. They're not talking to us as students, they're talking to us as future pharmacists and they're not willing to undervalue you and they're willing to have these conversations with you. It's not a hierarchy, it's an open table and they actually want to listen to you and hear what you say and they're willing to mentor you and guide you into these things. Like if you find the right people, it's a very good journey. Speaking of confidence, as a pharmacy student's early career pharmacist, how can we help other peers to become more confident? And do you have any advice? How did you overcome your fear? So for me, it was pretty much, you know, with the encouragement of my friends and my my friend group, we went through uni together and still going through uni together. Essentially get out of our comfort zone, say yes, go to things, go to events, reap the benefits because we invest 50 grand into our own degree and it doesn't pay us back so by saying yes you know we can kind of get things and get extra experiences out of that so yeah my piece of advice would just be just to say yes to things you know be open-minded go in there not have any on your shoulders don't feel like you have to perform in front of people you're not going to grow if you're not truthful to yourself that's my piece of advice what are your thoughts georgia I think it's an interesting one because I've always been an introvert and I was never a confident person. I still struggle with a lot of my confidence on a day-to-day basis and it's I think it's a matter of self-worth and knowing what you're valued at but also again coming back to the support team so lifting each other up when Flynn gives his presentations we're all in the front row clapping him on like surrounding yourself with a group of people so you're excited and inspired to do it and you're all rising up together and it's in putting confidence in others and making them all feel supported as well I think it's really important. Yeah, agree. As a profession, we need to lift each other's up. And also, I'm really excited that you touch on this self-awareness or self-worth. That clarity, that self-awareness is really important. Have you encountered any of that on your journey to rise, become a leader? Any of advice to help our pharmacy students to come out from feeling lost, to have sense of direction? I think it's a topic I've always struggled with and I've always been a big advocate for mental health and I think you can't achieve anything if you're not secure and safe and happy in your own environment and your own mental headspace and I think taking the time out to yes engage with your professor but also take the time to know where you stand and making sure you're okay like focusing on your studies you can't do everything all at once and you have to acknowledge that sometimes it's okay not to be okay and when you're sitting there you've got to be able to acknowledge those periods of downtime and take the time to work through them and I think in terms of direction as well it's going out there and finding the information exposing yourself to everything out there so when you're looking at direction pathways you've got every available piece of information that you've done for yourself not what other people are telling you so so last year in August Ravens Recruitment sponsored NAFSA to help send two representatives to 67th International Pharmacy Student Federation Conference in Egypt. I'm very excited to sit down with both of you here to hear your experience there. What does that look like for a pharmacy student to be on the world stage? So the IPSF World Congress Australia attended. We had two delegates, myself and Georgia. Um, So it was an eight-day conference. Um, where we would vote on rights for essentially students um, around the world. So we went there to represent Australian students and what Australian students want. 
And I guess the international stage differs to every nation because it's all the countries coming together. I think what IPSF captures that NAPSA may not is mainly the public health around the World Health Organization, the WHS, and pushing at issues on a global level. So you're looking at issues like antimicrobial resistance, you're looking at climate change, you're looking at the economic impact on health across many different nations. And I think seeing that in all the countries at a student level coming together to talk about it at that early stage was quite a thing to see and all of that and walking into the room and you've got all these countries sitting around the table and all these students have made the effort is quite a amazing thing to see. Please share with us last advice with our pharmacy student. I think mine would be take every opportunity that comes your way. Um, I fell into NAPSA, I'll admit, I wasn't planning on running for board ever, I wasn't planning on it and I kind of fell into it but I think I took the opportunity and someone offered it to me and I said yes and it just grew from there. So I think people have offered a lot of their opportunities out there and sometimes they fall into your lap, sometimes you have to go out and find them but once you get them, just say yes to everything that comes your way and experience it to all the fullest, I guess. The best advice is what if it turns out better than you can imagine? So like, what if it turns out better than what you expected? No one's journey is paved out. Each next step is new. You never know what you're going to get into. You can only do that by saying yes, by getting out there, by expanding your network. Half of the times it will turn out better than what you expected. And the fear, we're so scared of moving to different states, moving to, to rural areas and moving to a different even suburb. What are your tips on overcoming these fears? What do you do? I guess my personal experience is that I compare going to a new job or getting out there as like it's just a placement. Um, you know, we go as students, we go on mandatory placements where we go to a new job where we haven't met anyone. We don't know their systems, you know. So we as pharmacy students are already pushed out into into a different area where we have to adapt, we have to change, we have to be accepting of the processes and everything like that. And if you just compare that to a networking event, you know, where you have to adapt, you have to accept, you have to take in other people's perspectives. It's a good way to get yourself out there if you have, I guess, something to compare it. You can't expect everything to be sunshine and rainbows pretty much. Like there will be times where you feel uncomfortable, where you feel awkward, where you feel like you shouldn't be there. But time is valued among everyone. Again, it's a really hard question because fear is something we all struggle with internally and fear is defined by what we feel. Like everyone has different fears. I don't think there's one clear strategy to overcome it. It's working through it. Um, I think one thing took me a long time to come to terms with my journey and delay and everything is that you can't change the past. Things are going to happen, you're going to regret. Things are going to happen that may impact on you negatively, but you learn from them, but you can't change what happened in the past. There's no point on dwelling on it. It's moving on and looking forward, I guess. So. How would you share with those students who are scared of public speaking, scared of socialising? I'll be honest, I still struggle with public speaking. I remember my year 12 English speech, I threw up the half an hour beforehand and half an hour after and public speaking is still something that doesn't come naturally to me. I still struggle with volume and speaking to people and I shake before <laughs> nearly all the time I have to speak publicly but it started to come more naturally and it's not something that came to me. You have to work at it. Um, I think acknowledging it's a weakness, acknowledging that's not something you excel at and having people around you telling you, oi, speak up, oi, put more confidence into it. Um, again, valuing yourself and knowing where it comes from. But it's not something that came naturally. You do have to work at it. There are people who can help you at it. There are things you can do. But it's always something you have to have in the back of your mind when you're doing it and realising how you're coming across, I think. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Your Pharmacy Career Podcast, proudly brought to you by Ravens Recruitment, Australia's leading specialist pharmacy recruitment agency. 
If you enjoyed this episode and know anyone else who you think would benefit from it, we would be grateful if you could share it with them. Together, we help even more pharmacists develop a career and life they love. If you have any questions or suggestions about future podcast episodes, please reach out to us via email info at ravensrecruitment.com.au.